got your girl digging all in my ass tray. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to a brand new episode of Digging in the Ashtray. I'm your host, Brandon, here on this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Friday, December the 22nd, bringing you your news real, 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 real quick. Like, man, those of y'all that are new to Digging in the Ashtray, on Fridays, I bring you Florida news that I've seen from the week uh, throughout the past uh, couple days, from usually from Saturday, the following Saturday up till the morning of uh, the I release these episodes on. But I just bring you your Florida news real quick, like things that I think that um, as, as black folks, um, I don't think we really paying attention to. And I want you to kind of look at it just to see exactly what they're doing. Right. Um, for instance, um, I talked about uh, the redistricting that they did back when I first started, really started this. Uh, this series back like two years ago, um, I talked about what they were doing with our loss and trying to, you know, trying to show exactly how they were moving before the election even went down. And now you see here it is 2023. That happened in like 2020. It's 2023. We're still seeing effects from from that, man. And that's that's crazy. Right. But I tried to tell you back then exactly what was happening. Um, Let's see another thing. I'm gonna give you another one. Uh, we're going to talk about the corrections today. I've been talking about the Department of Corrections for quite a quite a few uh months right i know i took a break from doing these episodes because i was doing the famu strike podcast good things with that but before that i was talking about the department of corrections probably at least once or twice a month um and today you will see we're gonna keep talking about the department of corrections it doesn't make any sense to me but that's another thing um i just try to that's another example i just try to uh, give you examples um or things that you can see uh, before they even go down, um, how the state of Florida is being ran and the things that are going in and out of the state. That doesn't make any sense to me, right? We really just try to make it make sense to each other. Um, so that's why we do our digging. Um, I would like to see your thoughts on it. So if you follow me on social media, uh, just hit me up, 91 underscore smoke. And uh, just let me know how you feeling, man. What you feeling about these topics? Give me some news topics. I love to read the news. Because no, one thing I love about history and the news is always repeats itself. And the same things that you can see in Florida, you can see happening in Kentucky. You can see happening in Arkansas. You can see happening in all the southern states, really. Um, Some of the northern states, kind of. But northern states are usually a little bit more progressive than the southern states. So you get it what you get it where you get it um so but in the south you really see the same type of news in every state man so that's why i like to do these digging in the ashtray episodes but i ain't gonna hold you too long let's go ahead and get this episode started i know you got your christmas shopping to do i know you got uh your holiday cooking your prepping your driving to do so hopefully this gets you along on your task and duties for the day man and this weekend man so let's go ahead and get this episode started appreciate y'all first up on the day's topics let's talk real quick i told you in the intro i brought you before a couple ideas a couple topics about the uh florida department of corrections right things i don't really understand you know i got some partners that's in the doc you know but i don't understand it um i don't understand as far as the management talk right so let's talk real quick so a couple weeks ago couple probably about a month ago Governor DeSantis, uh, he said that we call him Ron D. Those of y'all that knew the uh, smoke screen and digging in the ashtray, we call Governor DeSantis. We call him Ron D. Because I've been studying the dude for quite a quite a long time, man. About five five years, about five six years almost. Um, but no longer than that, cause he had two terms. So about damn dog, this motherfucker been here for about about seven years, six seven years. Not a bad cousin, damn boy, that boy been here for a while. But uh, <laughs> shit. 
Uh, but Governor DeSantis, man, I've been studying this dude, and I don't understand how he he works, right? Um, so he came out with a thing a couple months ago. Said he wants to cut a thousand jobs in the state of Florida. Now he's been giving us raises out the wazoo every year, but now, but it's a whole other topic. I'm trying to really look at. He been giving us raises, but that's because he wants to spew that old. The state of Florida employees get paid high and they do good when he was running for president, right? When he's running for president currently. So he wants to be able to say that his people get paid so much amount of money. But that's the whole reason why I think we've been getting these raises. But, hey, you make them act in a desired manner. But um, the Florida Department of Corrections is one thing I don't understand. He cuts. He says he wants to cut a thousand jobs in the state of Florida. Now, me, I'm thinking, all right, now it's a lot of jobs on people first, you know, for applying for right. It's a lot of jobs out there. Even with um FDOC, it's a lot of jobs out there with corrections. Like as far as like uh social media uh designer for them, uh, different positions with them, right? So you want to cut 520 jobs out of that 1,000 is going to come just from the Department of Corrections. I said, huh, that don't make no sense. Because if you remember, those of y'all that are digging, digging, uh, digging veterans, you know I talked about how the, the Department of Corrections had a bunch of shortages. That it doesn't make any sense to me, right? You want to cut 520 jobs from this agency. But there's a shortage. So I did some digging, right? I did some digging, did some looking. Come to find out, since 2022, 300 members have been added from the National Guard. So you want to cut the jobs from... The positions to put in the National Guard. No disrespect to you. The National Guard into these positions. Then made me think. Let me look up about abuse. Right? Because you want to bring in military people. You're a military guy. You want to bring people that think the same mindset as you. So I started doing a little bit thinking. Digging. So it comes to find out. 2024, there is going to be a lot of talk um, in the session about the Department of Corrections. There's a lot of money being moved in the Department of Corrections. There's a lot of money being allocated to the Department of Corrections that's going to be voted on in the next couple months, right? The session starts in January, I believe, and it ends in, what, April, May? Somewhere around there, March, April, May, in the springtime. So, there's going to be a lot of talk that I'm going to have to I'm going to have to keep an eye on, right? Because what caught my eye, what really caught my eye was Senator 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 Jonathan Martin, right? He raised a question. Now, I saw where 25%, less than 25% of facilities in all of Florida have AC. State prison facilities have AC. Now, this doesn't this doesn't include the federal prisons because uh, they have AC there. But state prisons do not have AC. 25% of state prisons do not have air conditioning. My bad. 25% of the 
of state prisons do have air conditions. That doesn't make any sense to me. How is it that 25% only have air conditions, right? So then I started looking at what Jonathan Martin said. Now, there's a lot of money being moved, like I said, to look at the infrastructure of the prison system. He says, is the lack of AC units worth the budget with the need to pay the correctional officers adequately is still on the agenda. And that's me paraphrasing, but that you get the gist of what he's saying. So this is where I put in my, my point, my whole point of this. I understand that there's some people that say these are criminals. They shouldn't be, you know, lived, uh, they shouldn't live a, 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 a outside life. Right. But a outside life, I don't think includes air condition. Right. Um, now there are, you know, I I'm a strong advocate. You abuse somebody, you do something like that. Hey, you you steal from the elderly. You you stealing. I don't think you should really. You you, you in my eyes, you, you ain't that right. You know, I don't really see eye to eye with you, right? Um, but there's sometimes we have individuals that are there that shouldn't be there. Um, you know, minor. Minor infractions. They have a drug problem. I think they might need more counseling, more, uh, and more looked at mentally, right? Um, things like that. I don't. You you lose me with that with that thought that these are criminals, right? I know you you breaking the law, but still, man, AC in Florida. Come on now, that don't make no sense to me. Um, but I one thing I want us to do is just look at this session. I'm gonna talk about it, God willing. I'm gonna talk about and look at where this money is going and what they're voting on. Um, because when you want to bring in military people inside of a closed, almost like privatized prison system, that scares me with the amount of abuse and everything. Um, there are some cases right now, but these are like from 2011, which you in Florida, we had Republican ran government, right? Where there's a lot of abuse that was happening um, in the corrections uh, facilities, man. People saying they were locked in stalls, uh, bathroom stalls for hours and days, um, different things like that. Um, abused uh, people, uh, infections, getting infections just from being locked in, locked in, you know, inhumane areas, bro. Like, come on now. I know they're criminals once again, but still, bro, we still humans, right? And if we're gonna say that we're up under this, uh, this Christian law, um, we're a Christian type. Uh, country, then, you know, the good book, my bad, the garbage people out there, if you hear that, but the good book don't talk about treating people like that. It talk about people treating Jesus like that, um, which, you know, he turned to cheat and he tried to help them, you know, in the long run, but still, bro, you can't treat people like that. If you're going to say that this country is built on these thoughts and these beliefs, then you should put them in all aspects of life. And that's what I really want to see how they going to vote. Um, cause there are, it's one thing I do love about um, this situation is that there are Republicans that are seeing the Democrat side because it's mainly the Democrats that are saying, like, we need to really if we know that the prison system is only going to grow um, and there is a big population of the prison system that are elderly, that are people that have been in there for all their lives. Right. And they're getting older, you know, in the 80s and the 70s. These people are are old, old now, bro. Um, So there are people that are in this in this system that are, are getting dementia, um, getting uh Alzheimer's. Um so, you know, the 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 thought and the money needs to be kinda to help those individuals, the Florida um hospitals um that are for 
uh, the incarcerated, but also the people that are also incarcerated still. Um, the growth of the prison system is on, it's only going to grow. Um, and I just don't think they're they're doing the correct things as far as uh, putting the money towards building up. I think the idea is just put money into paying the the correctional officers, which they do need to get paid a little bit more to be in that, those facilities. But still, you have to look at the prisoners that are in there as well. Maybe my thoughts are if you if you treat them a little bit better, maybe the 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 thought of hurting a correctional officer or the thought of hurting each other might go away a little bit right if you treat them just a little bit better um and one thing too is uh the thought from the republican side is we need to get this together before the democratic president and his ran people come in and bring the federal agency and start looking at and start fine basically start fine to fine to combing this these paperworks bro so you better get everything together before the federal government comes in and really looks at what's going on in these systems. So that's one thing I want to see, too, how quickly they move because they're scared that the federal government is going to come in. I know this is going to another topic, but I'm not going to talk about that today. But you see the governor is uh, allocating money to HBCUs. The brother even the man even gave money to Bethune-Cookman, which is a private university, right, HBCU. But he's giving money to these black colleges because Biden and them is are pushing them to you need you owe these colleges money, these universities money. So you need to give it to them. If you don't, then we're going to come in after you with the federal government. So that's why you saw that money going in. So I would like to see the same thing that's probably going to happen with the prison system, how quickly they move because they're scared of the federal government. Man, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting, man. We're going to keep an eye on this one. So get your, your shovels out, man, and get them primed up and ready and oiled up and shined up, man, because we're going at this one come January, February, man. God willing, dog. But let's go on to this next topic. All right, y'all. Let's, let's talk real quick, bro. Let's talk, man. St. Cloud, Florida. What the heck y'all got going on now? What the heck y'all got going on? Let's talk about this. Now, St. Cloud, Florida is outside of Orlando, Florida, right? Not that far. There's a daycare. Name of this daycare. Building Brains Academy. Building Brains Academy. Underline that. This topic angered me. So this preschool decides to, which I think is a, a good idea if you're just telling them the story just to get it in their minds. So when they get older, it can build on to that story. I understand that, right? You teach a kid, you teach somebody something, and then you add on to it when they get to the next grade or the next level. And then you add back on to it when you get to the next level. And you add on to it when they get to college, right? That's how learning is supposed to go, right? So I understand the idea. But you teach this, these kids about Rosa Parks. You think in your mind at Building Brains Academy that it's okay to build this young child's mind with her hands behind her back and then fingerprint it. Though it was 
like the story goes with Rosa Parks and then we see in the pictures. But you really at Building Brains Academy in St. Cloud, Florida, think it's okay and thought it was okay to do this and not only do this, but at Building Brains Academy. You thought it was smart to take a picture of it and post it? Now, what type of brain are you trying to develop in this young black sister? Two years old. What try to what type of brain are you trying to develop? Right? We just talked about the prison system. What type of brain are you trying to develop? And then for take a picture, what type of brain do you have developed? To think in this lesson plan, let me do this. And take a picture of it. Come on, huh? Now I try to do my digging on the owner and the registered agents of this Building Brains Academy. But I'm going to just leave it at that. I don't want to do too much digging and find out anything else. But that doesn't make any sense to me. What brains are you trying to build at this academy? That you got this girl, this little girl, bruh. Reenacting what happened to Rosa Parks. Like I told you, I understand the thought of teaching them, right? Teach them this, build on to that. Teach them this, build on to that. Build on to that. Build on to that, right? By then, you got a strong black woman. But what type of brain are you trying to build in her? Because she might not remember the words that you said in this story, but she will remember her hands behind her back and have to do fingerprints at two years old. What? Come on, now. Come on, now. Come on, now. Be real with yourself right now, bro. Be real with yourself, man. Now, this last one on the docket for the day. Boy, you better get your shovels for this one, dog. Let's talk about this one real quick. Republican Chair Christian Ziegler. Now, if you don't know what the chair is, so the chair is someone who basically is the speaker for Florida's uh for their that Republican or Democratic Party, right? So you have a governor, which we have a Republican governor and Ron D. Um, he has a chair, um, a committee of people that's behind him, right? And they're supposed to, like, speak out against, as far as Florida's voice against the president um, on different issues, which, in our case, our governor speaks um, against the against the president, right? Um, and speaks for that side, really. So there's really no need, in my eyes, for a committee of people, um, but... I digress. But you see how, uh, like, Nikki Freed is the committee chair for the Democratic Party of Florida. So you have Christian Ziegler, who's the Republican chair for the uh, for their their party. Now, Christian Ziegler, this dude here, man. Now Ziegler got this position February twenty twenty three. So he just recently got it. When he got it, he made some of the Republican people um, for DeSantis in the state kind of nervous because Ziegler backs Trump, right? And you know Trump and DeSantis going at it right now. So especially his next couple months, man, it's going to be real interesting. Um, but 
Ziegler and Trump are good a good people, right? Buddy buddy. So there's been some like eyes on Ziegler for the past really the past seven, eight months since he got the position. They've been looking at him and watching him. Now let's talk about Ziegler's wife real quick. Ziegler's wife is head of Moms for Liberty. If you're in the state of Florida, you know Moms for Liberty has taken over the school uh, the school races as far as the school superintendents, the school meetings, uh, committee, uh, county meetings. They've taken over these meetings, right? And they come out with their big agenda. They have kids that speak out uh, for them as well. Um, so they're a pretty big uh, growing operation. I don't even know what to call these folks, but they're pretty, they're getting pretty big in the state of Florida, especially in central and South Florida. There's a lot of talk about them. Um, I don't know if I haven't, I've seen them creep up here in Leon County, but it's not as much as I've seen down in the Tampa area, um, which I believe Ziegler, um, that St. Pete area, that's where they're from in Sarasota, all Okaloosa County, I believe. I think that's where they're from, but the Ziegler family, they on some other stuff. Let's talk about what's going on with them. They on some Tommy Lee and Pam Anderson type junk, man. Um, they have, we're going to call her the Encountress. Um, so they have an Encountress, a lady that they're involved with, right? Um, now, this lady has been involved with the Zieglers um, a couple times. So this one time, the Ziegler set up an appointment with her. Miss Ziegler can't show. She doesn't show up to this one. It's only Mr. Ziegler. So the encounter, she says, well, I just, I really was in it for Mrs. Ziegler. Um, I'm good for tonight. So the story goes that Christian Ziegler breaks into her house, busts into her house, and forces himself on her. Now, here it is, Friday, December 22nd, 1127 a.m., bringing you your Florida news real, 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 real quick, like, couple minutes ago before i started recording um a report came out that another video had been given to the police provided to the police now this video shows a different story than what the encounters is saying um now i don't know if you know things like that can happen where ziegler might have came in and said uh i know this might in the future they might try to come back at me for doing this so let me record it and make it to make it look like it was consensual but, you know, I ain't trying to look at the video and I ain't seen the video. Um, the video just came, got handed to the police. But the Ziegler's, uh, what Christian Ziegler, it looks like his story from the reports that I saw, it looks like his story might match up with what he's saying. Um, now, I ain't, I don't, I don't know nothing about it, so I ain't gonna talk about all that junk, get into it. Um, but, uh, Ziegler's on some weird stuff, right? And what really gets me, what made me look a little bit deeper, we'll get back to the Zieglers, was who is the vice, right? I looked up what the, the duties uh, all entails with the Republican chair. So if the Republican chair, if he goes down, what happens, right? So it made me look up who's the vice chair. Comes out to be Evan Powers. Now, Evan Powers was arrested for a DUI up here in Tallahassee a couple years ago, right? He's also a Trump person, so I don't believe that he will be there for that long. I truly think the governor has his eyes on putting his own person there. 
somebody that looks and, and thinks like he does, right? Especially if you're thinking that you're going to win this presidential race, you want your person in the state that you're leaving to speak for you in the state, right? If you can't speak for, I want my right-hand person, my chosen person, to be there, not Trump's person, right? So we're going to look at that. But back to the Zieglers. I don't think this is all about Christian Ziegler. I think I think it is about him as far as removing him, but I don't think the eyes need to be on him all the way. I truly think Mrs. Ziegler needs to be the one that's talked about the most. You you are, are the queen of this organization, the Moms of Liberty. You helped started this organization that goes into these counties and says and calls these books homophobic. Um, if you do your digging and you you heard a couple digging in Astra, I've talked about the pork chop game gang that did the same exact thing uh on a male perspective that the moms of liberty are doing but you you are queen of this organization that goes around and spews these things saying people trying to indoctrinate these kids do this but yet you out here munching them same exact people you going at you out here doing the same exact freaky deaky thing and you tout yourself as this Christian Moms for Liberty group. But it seems like the only Christian you in is Ziegler. And I don't even think you that much into that Christian. Now, come on, now. This is why folks got to do that digging, bro. And just don't listen to what these politicians go for Republican and Democratic side. Look at what they're, don't listen to what they're saying. Look at what they're doing, bro. Dig into who they're putting in these positions. What type of people they're putting in these positions. And then you want to, in a couple years, we're going to say, what's going on with our kids? We letting these folks into these positions that got awkward lives. That's living a fugazi life. Come on, now. Come on, now. Come on now. Say it one more time. Come on now. Now on the side note, before we end this episode and I go over to the, the outro, we got a big race up here in Tallahassee coming up in 2024, dog. And it's got my back in like none other. Boy, it's so good, man. I finally, I finally, finally see something that I can get my foot in with this politics, man. I see something that I can truly, truly, truly stand up 10 toes and back. You feel me? With my head held high. Knock on wood. I pray it keep and stay that way. But our very own coach, Joe Burgess, man, a legend in my eyes, is going against Rocky Hanna. Now, Coach Burgess, man, he got my full back. And I'm going to tell you real quick, man, appreciate y'all for sticking with me this episode, man. I'm going to tell you real quick. Coach Burgess, that's the brother I respect. Right. We look at we look at people who are influential in our lives. But I was thinking as last night as I was preparing this episode. Burgess was the first person to look me in my eyes and say other than somebody outside of my family say they they believe in me and trust me. Right. First person. To look me in my eyes and give me an opportunity. 
really and truly, I'm going to tell you, the first person, I office, I sat in, and he did like a uh, like an office type environment. I'm I'm 12 years old. He sits me down. Tell I broke my wrist. I'm gonna tell you a story. I broke my wrist. Uh, sixth grade. Uh, training for football. Right. I broke my wrist. Uh, bad. Right. Pretty bad. Uh, broke my wrist. I couldn't try out for the football team. Right. I broke my wrist and I forgot it was like March or something. Tryouts was like in April or May. Broke my wrist before tryouts, so I couldn't try out for the football team. Because my wrist was broken. I couldn't do none of the activities. Um, I really didn't really want to play ball no more. Because I'm like, man, I'm about to get into tackle football. And broke my backpedaling at that, bro. Come on now. Backpedaling. Broke my wrist and fell. fell. Fell and broke my wrist. But Coach Burgess set me down. And he told me, Brandon... I see the I see the uh the I see the push for you, right? I see that you want to play. You hurt yourself training for football after school, which you didn't even have to be there, but you was there training. That's how you hurt your wrist. So, I'm going to give you this opportunity. I'm going to let you work out with the team and practice with the team. You're not going to be on the team, but I'm going to let you practice with the team all throughout the season to prepare you for the next year. When you're in eighth grade, when you can play, you'll be ready. I'm going to tell you, bro, that was big in my life. Um, I never sat back until this moment when I was thinking about this uh, episode and he announced that he was uh, running. Damn, this dude really gave me my first opportunity. You know, and I can't do nothing but back that, bro. And I feel like as, as, as brothers, man, he's a black dude, man. As as brothers, man, he was my first, you know what I'm saying? As a big kid, you couldn't play tackle football, bro. In Tallahassee, nowadays you can, but in Tallahassee, man, we couldn't play tackle football, bro. We had to play flag. I did pulling flags, man. Uh, but uh, Coach Burgess was my first tackle football coach. And I can honestly say, honestly say, man, I go to war about that dude, man. A dude that gave me my first chance, gave a lot of people um, that I know our first chances, if we really sit down and look at it, gave us our first chances at an opportunity that, that's got us a lot of places, um, that's taught us a lot of things in playing football. So um, I think this dude right here is going to be a good a good thing for the city of Tallahassee and Leon County if he's a superintendent. Um, a dude that he sticks by his, his teachers. Um, he's been, uh, he, I'm going to tell you, dog, the win over that side as a black man, the side of town that he's he's maneuvered through, um, you know, leaving from Lincoln, I mean, from uh, Swift Creek to go to Deer Lake, then go to Childs. This dude has seen probably, what, two graduating classes fully? Really, if you think about it, four, three or four in the past couple of years from Deer Lake to, uh, to Childs. So he's seen some graduating classes and people from the time they got out of elementary school up until high school. That's a wonderful thing, man. And not only that, but he's affected parents in a way that I haven't seen any principal um, do, man, um, in the city of Tallahassee. Um, and I haven't seen nobody move up the ranks like Coach Burgess has um, and the people around them to move up in the ranks. Um, now, though, you know, we do dig in and we talk about the truth, you know, whether we, we like the person or not. There were some things with the coaches um, at his schools, um, but that was a whole nother thing. Right. And they got rid of them dudes. Um, but Coach Burgess himself, um, it wasn't no crazy, crazy. It was crazy talk type junk dudes was doing. Um, but uh, 
Coach Burgess is a hell of a dude, man. He's got my back, and hopefully, I'm gonna keep talking about it. And hopefully, he he gains your attention. I mean, in the city of Tallahassee, Leon County. But Coach Burgess, man, you got my full backing, dog. And we pray that you do exactly what we want you to do and we need you to do in this uh, county, man. Um, Rocky Hannah, you know, I'm not gonna knock him. I ain't gonna knock him. He's done his good. He's done his due diligence. He's done a great job. But I think um, it's time for a change, a little change. And I think Coach Burgess is a person that can bring that change, right? So I'm gonna end this episode, man. I gave you three good topics. Um, I gave you about the Department of Corrections. I want you to do your digging. I gave you um about the the Building Brains Academy. Them folks, there, boy, need a little bit, a little bit more development. <laughs> um, and I talked about the Ziegler family, um, which I do not. Them people weird, bro. On some weird shit. Um, and Coach Burgess, man, I appreciate you, dog. And keep doing what you're doing. And hopefully we win. you win this thing, man. We win this thing together, brother. Because um, you win. A, a win for you is a win for us all, man. I'm going to tell you that truthfully, man. Knock on wood, dog. But that concludes another episode. I appreciate y'all for rocking with me. We might have an episode of Smoke Screen on Monday or uh, uh, Sunday, God willing, on uh, Christmas Eve. But I appreciate y'all, man. appreciate y'all rocking with me. We're on the Strike Podcast this year. Um, we've done a great, done a, a lot of great things with the Strike Podcast, man. And knock on wood, we're gonna keep building on to that, dog. Uh, I tweeted out that I was going to think, I was thinking about going and doing other sports, but I think I'm just gonna stick to football, bro. The football team is doing a heck of a job, and it's more than enough to talk about throughout this off season. So stick with me. Um, we'll be in and out with that podcast. Um, also smokes meats. Uh, we're taking a break, but we are back. Um, hopefully, God willing. We're back on uh, the bowl championship week in uh, FSU game on the 30th versus Georgia. We'll probably be back then. Um, also, too, if you're coming up to Tallahassee, make sure uh, you're ch- hitting me up like a week or two before. Um, just let me know you're coming. Um, and if you want to order some, might be throwing a deal for the uh, FSU game. Also, too, if you're coming up once FAMU does have their parade, I might be doing something then as well for the championship and all the other championships uh, FAMU has won in the 2023 fall semester. Um, but I might be doing something then as well, so stay tuned. Also, make sure you're supporting all our Rattlers, uh, Naron Jenkins, Cardell Thomas. Um, got the brother uh, Kelvin Dean, got a clothing line out. Um, just uh, KJ McCool. Got his thing uh, going on with his sunglasses. Them sunglasses are hard, bro. I ain't going to lie with you. Um, just different things, the FAMU football team. Got Jalen Glaze, got the donuts. Go to Krispy Kreme and say, let me get that Jalen Glaze dozen. And uh, you're going to get you some uh, cheaper uh, price on them, on them Krispy Kreme donuts. Um, but just different things, man. The brother's doing some great things out there and great opportunities in the future for them, man. Hopefully, God willing. And some new additions, man, new additions to the team and whatever business uh, things they have going on, I hope that we support them. And also, too, lastly, Rattlers, when you go home for this Christmas break, talk to your family about donating, right? If you are financially straight, you say, I don't need no money, man. Tell them send that money to the AM football team, man. Donate and let's get this uh this team where we want it to be and where we need it to be. The team is there. Let's make sure the money is there to back it too, man. So that concludes another episode of Digging in the Ashtray. I appreciate y'all for rocking with me on this beautiful Christmas weekend, man. Christmas holiday weekend. Whatever you want to call it, dog, is love, right? To me, Christmas means peace and love, dog. If you don't want to celebrate, at least have love in your heart this weekend, man. Please have it in your heart, dog. Because I'm going to tell you, it's in the air around me. Anywhere I go, 
You better taste that love, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Keep doing what you're doing. We're going to end this episode off with, mm, it was a tough one. I tweeted it out earlier. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. But I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go with it, man. I'm going to have to go with it. Off the new album by the one and only top brand. We're going to vibe with Champagne Showers, man. Top brand. I appreciate you always, brother. Doing what you're doing in the music game. Smoke fire. Keep doing what y'all doing, man. Y'all boys killing it, man. Y'all men killing it. And one, you already know what it is, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Hey, CLB count too, bro. Keep doing your thing outside of music, nigga. Keep doing your thing, boy. The whole stuff family doing their thing. Man. Ain't nothing but love, bro. I appreciate y'all, man. Keep rocking and keep doing what you're doing. Hopefully you hear from me Sunday morning, man. If not, dog, you know where I'm at, bro. Spreading love everywhere I am, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Smoke out. <laughs> trip bomb grips on the porch before i take a sip i'm blessed for this life that i live smoke a j before you have a fit on the island somewhere with the gang getting lit off this tom collins ate a few edibles had to take all them smoking purified medical you rolling problems guess i'm 10 times ahead of you you better get used to me balling and when i'm in your city i'm going harder every day i realize that i'm getting smarter by taking losses for some reason i play better in a way games with my lady by my side going strong and we never die tough situations take patience while we hella fried still making money sleeping through the night uh-huh gotta get you some rest it's gonna give you the best in the morning rolling weed while i'm thumbing through checks got them nikes on my feet while i'm pushing the vet yeah i don't do the rolling loud but i'm rolling loud sitting back relaxing taking champagne showers after hours <laughs> You know what I'm saying?